Welcome to Life Purpose with LC, me, your host of this podcast. I am so excited to work with each and one of you who are going to listen, gain something each episode, discover your best, biggest purpose in this life, and share everything valuable and meaningful for our mind, body, soul, and spirit. You ready? Okay, here we go. Now we're actually really recording. Okay, welcome back everybody to my podcast, Life Purpose. Um, I'm so excited for today's topic because it is by far one of my favorite stories to tell. Um, A little biased because it is about myself and how my husband and I met, how we Um, built a business together and how the first year together really truly built the foundation of our relationship and marriage and I thought it would be fun to do this recording today um, in celebration of our seven years married coming up next week and also introducing and having my very first guest on my podcast is the one and only Dave Cormier, my husband, best friend, business partner. And I'm so excited to be able to have him tell this story with me. I mean, I'm not even too sure if he wanted to, (laughs) but I'm going to go ahead and uh, introduce him to you guys. Um, So welcome, Dave. (laughs) (laughs) How are you feeling about being on my podcast? I'm fine. Yeah. Dave is one of the most mellow guys where I just simply voluntold him to be on my podcast and he doesn't (laughs) question anything. So love him for that. But we get to tell our story. Again. I know. It's one of my favorites. Anytime people ask uh, how we met, I always get like giddy because it's just one of my favorite stories. Um, So we're going to tell you. If you guys are waiting, <laughs> um, I'm going to start with really saying that I almost seven years married. I truly, and I've thought this for a really long time, but I truly believe that the universe brought us together. Do you agree? <laughs> I'm nodding. Yeah. <laughs> they can't see you. <laughs> He's nodding. Um, but for real, like we met in such a coincidence scenario which we're going to get into but we also talk a lot about how we feel like before we actually met that we could have potentially crossed paths or been in the same area before with people that we both know and like where you grew up so we're going to get into that too but okay so how we met (laughs) So it'll be eight years ago this month, next week, that I was looking for a photographer to do my family pictures with my parents and siblings and my siblings' spouses and my nieces and nephews. And I was organizing this because it was our mom's birthday and one of our brothers were moving 
out of the province. So I thought it'd be fun to have a photographer come in, take family photos, because we always take family pictures ourselves. And at the time, I was like working three, four different jobs, running around, trying to find this photographer at the same time. And a friend of mine at the time said she had seen this Wegjag ad for a photographer. And I was like, first of all, what's Wegjag? I had no idea. <laughs> um, and I didn't really have time to really investigate it. So at first I kind of asked her if she could just like look into it. Well, that night I kind of, it was on my mind again. So I just like quickly looked at this Wegjag ad that she sent me and this photographer's ad for a discounted rate for family photos. And after contacting a few other photographers that were recommended and realizing they were just way out of budget, I seen this Wegjag ad with this great deal. So then I saw his um, biography uh, and his website. So I started like searching and looking him up and reading his biography. And creeping me. <laughs> creeping, yes. Creeping him. That's the word. Anyways, um, so this photographer was Dave. <laughs> and so we were in contact right away just for like the booking process. And then the day of the photo shoot arrived and Dave comes to my sister's door as the photographer and what was the first thing that happened? My dad? Your dad introduced my, me as your boyfriend. My dad thought that Dave was my boyfriend. And I was like, no, that's the photographer, but thank you. <laughs> and so things got started off real awkward. And I was already kind of like randomly giddy. I was like excited to meet him because I had like this weird pit in my stomach. And, but that's how it started. So... He comes in, he meets my family, and it's like chaos, right? There's kids running oh, it was, around. It was nuts. <laughs> There's kids running around, dogs around. Um, and yeah, so there was about 15 of us total. <clears throat> and so he essentially met my entire family uh, right away. <laughs> Thrown into the lion's den. <laughs> <laughs> the lion's den. <laughs> and anyways, the photo shoot was great. We had fun. Um and then as soon as Dave actually left my sister's house, uh, some of my family members were already making assumptions that he was going to ask me out on a date. And, well, <laughs> that happened fast because <laughs> we were still in contact with each other because I was the one who organized this event. And it wasn't long before. What did you do? Tell the story. What? Uh, which part? Of exchanging phone numbers <laughs> <laughs> well you had been in contact for a golf tournament and I had slyly said well instead of doing this through email how about you give me your phone number instead <laughs> so he slides right in there to give me his phone number when we were perfectly fine communicating through email but we got chit-chatting right away, just back and forth. It was tattoos we got really talking about. Yep. That was like the first big conversation. And then um, we've been together ever since. 
but a lot has happened. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, man, a lot has happened. And that's why I really wanted to share our story because there's a lot of great life lessons that come out of it. And that's why it's like dear to my heart, special, but also it was just truly authentic and natural. Um, so yeah, I feel like I was even a little apprehensive at first just because I was coming out of like a rocky relationship six months prior and I was kind of just doing my own thing. Actually, that same day of the photo shoot, I was moving out of my sister's basement where I was staying temporarily into um, the house that we live in now, but in the basement unit. I had moved in that same day of the photo shoot. So I had like some transitions going on of my own and I was kind of apprehensive about dating again, but something truly was just there and I just said, just go with it and see what comes from it. Um, But I say apprehensive just because I find that I get so passionate and into relationships often that sometimes I get too worked up or I like overthink things, whatever. So I really just kind of went with it. And um, I can speak for myself that it was just like a instant head over heels and fell in love fast. Right. (laughs) I mean, didn't take long. (laughs) It didn't take long. And things just were always um, natural and fun and relaxed. And even though my life was chaotic, uh, it was a nice distraction. So, I mean, that was by the time all that wrapped up from like the photo shoot, exchanging, meeting for coffee to get the CD with the pictures on it. A CD, wow. (laughs) A CD. We had to upload them to CDs and deliver them to people. Um, By then we were like rolling into April. I remember it was my 25th birthday. Yeah. Two weeks later. And I was already, I had already had a planned big hoorah with my girlfriends and yeah, then going into April, I mean, we were already, we were just so in love. We started talking about getting married. (laughs) Then I started to feel crazy because I was like, oh my God, I just met this guy now getting married and here I go again, just like jumping into things. But it really was real. And then I went to Vegas for a bachelorette that May. Yeah. Just two months later. (laughs) And, you know, we still kept in touch. We were already still talking about things um, and whatnot. And, oh, man, the the month before we met, I applied to um, Canada's bachelor remember yeah and I had went for a first like interview already and then I didn't make it past that but even you then I had told you about it right up right away yeah when you met when we met and you even were like supportive (laughs) you were like oh sorry didn't work out and they didn't call me back yeah I'm sure you were really worried um but I forgot about that part but yeah so then I went to Vegas and then um But we were just still so head over heels and we were serious about this whole getting married thing. But 
we didn't want to tell anybody. No. We wanted to do um, it on our own. We wanted to elope, and for so many reasons. But so we met that March and June 1st, which was only two months and a couple weeks later, Dave got down on one knee and... Well, you got to tell that story too. (laughs) Ask the big question. I will tell the story because I actually forgot to share too that we actually have questions that we had asked our audience and clients um, to submit and we would be answering. And one of the questions from somebody actually was, how did Dave propose? So we are on that topic. So we will answer that question now on how Dave proposed. (laughs) So you want me to tell it? Yeah, go ahead. You can jump in, whatever. Um, I was working at GT's on the beach. I've talked about them a few times in my episodes already. And a big reason, actually, why I went back for another season that summer was because we were already talking about eloping and getting married. And we wanted to pay for it ourselves. Um, So I went back that summer knowing the... Uh, I I loved working there, but I was already back living in this area. But I knew the potential of the money that I could make that summer to contribute to our wedding. So I was just coming back from a weekend working Mm -hmm. at GT's. And I went, I mean, so like I said in my last episode, I was sometimes living in Port Stanley, sometimes sleeping at Dave's place in Guelph, and sometimes sleeping at my apartment in Cambridge. And I was just coming home from Port Stanley and I went right to Dave's place um, in Guelph. And because of the timing of me getting back into town, we had already planned for me to go on my very first motorcycle ride. (laughs) (laughs) And so I didn't think anything of it. Like I just came right from work. I still had like probably sticky margarita daiquiri juice all over me and sand and sweat and Uh, it was hot yeah it was I was beautiful (laughs) so I threw on a motorcycle helmet and hopped on um for my first ride (laughs) one to remember because Dave took me to Rockwood Conservation Area which by the way I know I thought I knew at the back of my hand because I grew up around that conservation area when I would visit my dad every other weekend. But Dave took me to this entrance that I had never been before. And keep in mind, even though we were talking about getting married and only knew each other for a few months, for a split second, I thought I was getting abducted. (laughs) I thought it was the end of the line. (laughs) Because I didn't know where I was. So, you want to tell it a little bit more? Well, I'd just me? like to throw in that entire ride there, you were hanging on to me, but you were holding on to the ring case the entire time. Yeah, you said that was in your chest pocket, and I had no idea, because I was just, like, focused on not falling off this motorcycle or being kidnapped. <laughs> Those were my <laughs> main concerns. So, yes, you had the ring box right in your chest the whole time. And we just went down to, like, the private beach just to, like... What I thought we were doing, just going to stare at <laughs> the beach. The beach. And then all of a sudden. Yeah. 
There it was. He so. got down on one knee and asked me to marry him. And what did I say, Dave? She still hasn't given me an answer. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure I've given you an answer. We are married. But I didn't say anything. I didn't answer him. I didn't say yes, and I didn't say no. No, I think you said I knew it. I, yeah, I said I knew it because all of a sudden, last minute, things started to settle in. And I was like, he's going to ask me to marry him. And I just had no idea. And like I said, I was in covered in beach gunk, but um, that was okay. So, yeah, he asked me to uh, marry him, just you and I on a beach. Yeah. Um, and then we rode back and then we had already decided, right, that we were going to keep everything a secret. We weren't going to tell anybody. And that was hard. Like, we weren't going to tell our parents until it was completely paid for. Yes, we did tell our parents, yeah. but we were waiting to tell, tell the whole wedding was paid for already. Um, and then we did let them know, but I mean, you know, when you think about getting engaged, it's something like so exciting you get to share with people right away. So that was hard. Yeah. Where it's like you really want to tell the world, but you want to keep it to yourselves. So that part was really hard. And the fact that like I wanted to wear my ring and, you know, uh, be engaged. But Well, you wore it around the house, just not around anybody else. Yeah, I'd wear it around the house. But yeah, only for us to see. So that's the story of how Dave proposed. And then um, we had already planned out. Uh, we had already planned out where we want to get married and everything, right? Oh, yeah. Everything was paid for. Not by then. Not by when. Not by June 1st. Not when you proposed. Oh, no. No, it wasn't until later. Because we did the planning after. Yeah. But we knew we wanted to get married on a beach. Yeah. And had Bahamas in our head. Yeah. Yeah. So did you. So, yes, we got. Um, our plan was to get married one year to the day of that photo shoot day that we met. Um, so it was March 16th that we had met in 2015 at that photo shoot. Sorry, 2014. And we got married March 17th, 2015. So it actually ended up being one year and one day from the day we met. Only because we had to be in the Bahamas a certain amount of time before they'd marry us. Yes. Which, if everyone knows what March 17th is, it's St. Patrick's Day and it's the day of like luck and... Getting drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Getting drunk, apparently. <laughs> um, so we were totally fine with that. It was just one day off. So it was one year, one day. Um, timeline. So with knowing we were already going to get married at a beach, did that impact how you want to propose to me, like on a beach? Oh, yeah, for sure. So clever. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we from there, from that June, I worked the rest of the summer at GT's back and forth. Um, all over between Guelph and Cambridge and Port Stanley. And we would just, I guess, yeah, we were kind of like living distance half the time, right? Because I was gone for like four days at a time. Oh, yeah. but All, all summer, pretty much. Yeah, all summer. Um, 
but was all part of just the end goal of trying to get the wedding paid off and save some money. And, uh, yeah, so that was a busy, busy summer. Um, so I feel like even those first couple months together were just like chaos. And then if you have or have, sorry, if you haven't listened to episode three to know more information about this, um, I talked all about it, but that was that August after working that summer was the August that was my car accident. And if you haven't listened to that episode, just a nutshell, I had fallen asleep at the wheel, the wheel, um, just from work burnout, basically, and I'd rolled my car five times um, and was a very scary incident. But go back and listen to that episode if you haven't, because uh, we, uh, we're trying to keep it timed here, eh? We're <laughs> afraid to know how long we're going to end with. Go back and listen to that episode. But that August was my accident. And so, I mean, four or five months only being together, and I had my accident. And I think that was super... Um, pivotal in our relationship, right? <laughs> Sorry, that's not funny. The dog. Yeah, he's laughing at our dog. Not the fact that I almost died. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, how was that for you? My accident and what happened. How was that for you? Only thinking like being together for four or five months, but we already knew we were getting married. And oh, I was terrified. Yeah, I was terrified. I had Lexi that weekend. And uh, I got the phone phone call just thinking that you were calling me to talk. Yeah, because I used to call you if I was late on the road, but that yeah. night just felt too late. And yeah. I knew he had his daughter, so I didn't really want to bug <clears throat> him. But yeah, I remember when I did call you. Yeah. And you answered as if I was just calling to chit chat. Yeah. You were like, oh, good morning, beautiful. Yeah. And I was like, ah. <laughs> and I had to tell him about my accident. And I mean, terrified you were for sure, but panicked too, right? Because yeah. what happened to you when <laughs> you hung, hung up the phone with me? Well, I called up my mom, who was luckily at my sister's place. <laughs> and then <laughs> Dexter. We're recording. <laughs> and then so I dropped Lexi off at my sister's place and when I got the phone call the police weren't even at the scene yet so I hopped in my car tried to make my way to the scene but on my way I got pulled over doing 170 on the 401, which is, if you don't know, a 100 kilometer an hour zone. And Dan, and very dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> May I add? So the call came over the radio. They let me go with a warning. They gave me directions where to get off the highway to get to the hospital where Lindsay was 
supposed to be. But as I was coming up the road, I ended up following the ambulance into the parking lot. Yeah, so we arrived, we arrived at the same time. So, yes. I mean, that's a lesson on its own. Like, in panicked, terrifying situations is just to get there safely because you got lucky in two ways, right? Oh, yeah. Speeding, you could have gotten an accident yourself and then we both were in bad situations or you got delayed because you got pulled over and you got lucky. They let you go. But they didn't have to, so like that's a lesson on its own, right? But, um, yeah, and so yeah, my accent talks about all those things, all the all the things and uh, whatnot. So if you want to go back and listen to that episode, but um, yeah, that was uh, that really brought us together because then we spent. You had to like nurse me for a bit. No, it wasn't long. Long though. It wasn't long, but you had to like really care for me and remember you had to even like cut my shirt off like I couldn't move my yeah. arm and you had to and like glass and stuff came out and yeah I just I was just in pain right but yeah I laid low and lived at your place for a few weeks and then probably almost permanently <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't think you ever left <laughs> I don't think I left after that but I mean we already knew what our future held so um I mean yeah that that fell into um fall time and we did our secret engagement pictures by ourselves yeah (laughs) setting up a tripod because yeah in that time too from when dave and i met um this is we're also answering how i got into photography is since we have been together ever since um I had kind of just got into the photography just being curious and interested in taking photos I always loved the creativity part of photography from even like as a young girl um and it was just something that we started doing together right we would just go for walks go for walks yeah just like in trails and just take pictures of random stuff bees flowers buildings train tracks um and it was just fun right because it was just like what we would go and do and literally make memories um and from there i just kind of naturally got into it i mean you had a studio at one of your dad's farms really cute little studio dave put together a photography studio and we did a few events there, like mini events. Again, like Dave was just opening up his photography business that year we met. So it was all new to you, um, new to me, really. And we were just, we just kind of went with it. We just like, we were into it. We were both passionate about it and it, it was fun. So that fall, we did our secret engagement pictures in a few different locations. But one of the locations we did them at were your my parents' farm. Parents' farm, and that was the first time I was meeting um, your brother and Lisa Marie. Mm-hmm. But I'd, I'd met everyone else. But we had snuck away up into the like fields to go do more pictures and no one knew 
because no one still, even our parents didn't know yet. Um, but anyways, so we went into that. Um, and then that December, um, was Dave's dad's stroke and gosh, that was heavy. Oh, that was a crazy time. That was a crazy time. And I always think of this story in the sense, in the connection of that was like our first, that was our first Christmas together. And I always think back to um, past relationships where all those first, all those firsts are so exciting and new and like you do extra special things. And in our case, we didn't have that. And we spent Christmas and New Year's Day in the hospital beside your dad. Yeah. And I mean, I met a huge chunk of your immediate family in that type of circumstance, which was, you know, just hard for everyone and just trying to support you and your family. And again, we still carried our own secrets of, um, us running running away and getting married but um yeah we spent christmas and new year's at the peterborough hospital with his dad um and we also traveled up there every weekend that we could from that december to march while he was still there yeah um so i feel that also strengthened our relationship fast in the sense of like it was another serious life situation where we had to support and lean on each other a lot. Um, and that same week on December 27th, we moved into the house that we still live in. Yeah. It was busy, busy time. <laughs> it was just a little busy. Um, then going into the new year, uh, your studio got destroyed. <laughs> tell the story on how um, I feel like a lot of people don't even know you had a studio once upon a time but you can tell the story on how it got destroyed oh yeah I had a studio space in one of my dad's farms and like uh, it was two offices combined but then I guess it was like winter I guess mm -hmm. and you had gone in one day yeah actually I got a call while I was at work and I just worked around the corner and one of the guys had said, something's going on. We can't get the doors open. Do you have the keys? I was like, well, yeah, I have the keys. So after work that day, I went into the studio and a raccoon had fallen through the ceiling and just destroyed everything trying to escape. Yeah. I remember going the next time with you and being like, oh my gosh, yeah. so much was ruined. Oh, yeah. And then we never went back there. No. Nope. We never repaired it. Just because it wasn't worth it, right, with things. Well, we had dad... to go back and collect our stuff and clean up and just, yeah. but so much stuff was destroyed. It wasn't even worth keeping. Yeah, but it was a little cute studio you put together. Yeah. It was like just what you needed to start, so. Um, and then, yeah. Um... And then, uh, I mean, we were months out from going to Bahamas in that March and getting married, which was just like, 
the best week ever. Yeah. It was super awesome. We got like, it was at a Sandals Resort in Bahamas. Um, and we just got treated like royalty. Royalty. And the week was just so stress-free, romantic, just the two of us. We met some incredible humans. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that was the greatest week ever. And we're coming up on seven lucky years together on St. Patrick's Day this year. <laughs> Seven years married, eight years together, eight years in business. So, also, we've got to talk a little bit about our business that we have together, right? Like, obviously, now with photography and how it, it grew, um, I think it really started to take off after we did get married. And then, um, oh, sorry, let's add two. We got married. We came home and celebrated with family to tell them the news, family and friends who didn't know. That April, we hosted Easter at our house, and then we got notice that um, my dad had had a stroke, and we had to go through almost that again four months later. Um, All just, over again. Yeah. Just my dad's stroke wasn't nearly as um, severe as Dave's dad's. Um, and then that next week we found out we were pregnant. <laughs> yeah. So that is, uh, I'll get back onto the business stuff real quick. That is a caption of our first year together and what we went through. And I just always reflect on how all those hardships really built the foundation of our relationship. Because I find that I think back in past relationships or times where I feel like if that stuff would have happened with the wrong person... Oh, they would have just been like, yeah, okay, and and left. Yeah, like, or or maybe I would have, right? They just like wouldn't have worked out. And going from being so apprehensive about even getting into that relationship, but just truly listening to my heart at the time and just like trusting and going with it is a true reflection of like our marriage even seven years later. And what was, what was the famous line you had said? I don't remember. You would never get... Married or have. oh yeah, never, <laughs> yeah. I was never getting married or never have never having more kids until he met me. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, we had our son nine months to the day of March seventeenth of when we got married. So, um, our photography business, yeah, uh, I feel like it really started to kick off after that year of mayhem and. You know, one of the big business lessons I feel like we learned is that first year we put our business on the back burner every, like every time something massive came up Yeah. where your dad had a stroke, we took a break and because the business was still just new, right? And we had lots going on and then, you know, things just kept snowballing. And so the business would go like on and off, on and off. But what we had learned over the years is that you just keep plugging through those hard times and i mean we have now officially survived our business through a pandemic so i think we're good yeah and we worked through it so i think we can uh push through anything but um our business for photography yeah really started to pick up after we got um married and stuff uh because even that year we did our first wedding um and it went from there but 
it just grew over the years. And, you know, they say, is it five years, I'd say? It takes to build a business or like it. Five to seven years. Five to seven years. And so over the years, we just kept plugging away, getting out there, um, being known. Uh, Dave actually got to stay home for a little bit after my maternity leave. And then about 10 months later, we swapped and you went back to work and I've been home ever since. And so... I guess just as the years passed and things shifted, I kind of took the main role of photography, which like I never meant to like take from you and you know that, right? But it's just kind of like how it worked between like situations and how things are run. Um, But our ultimate goal is to bring Dave home to work full-time photography, right? One day. Yeah, one day. That's been our working progress and the end goal. And to I find I the gift that I can give to Dave is to give him that because he was the creator and founder of Off Center Photography and once upon a time was his number one passion. So that's my goal to gift it back to you. We'll get there. Yeah, I know we will. And so also year five of our business was 2020 and we that january february and march of 2020 we saw our most profit in those three months than in in all the years from how we were growing yeah. and we remember we were like this is like 2020 is gonna be our it's gonna year. be our year it's going, oh yeah. wait a minute yeah. <laughs> We'll just throw this curveball at you. And I know that everybody experienced the pandemic and those who have businesses. But for us, it was like, here's a little taste of success. And we're going to need that back. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because when March rolled around and everything changed for the world and everything changed for weddings, which we specialize in, for those who don't know or have picked up <laughs> um you, you just like couldn't get married yeah. for the longest time and, and those that, and that march we were away yes we were away celebrating our fifth year wedding anniversary yeah in jamaica <laughs> and that's just like a whole other story <laughs> we don't need to get into that there's a lot of emotions and we're already <laughs> going overboard <laughs> so yes we were away and then it was like we literally came back and we had to hand back all that success that we had done yeah and that sucked but i feel like just rolling with the punches a lot of them was what kind of got us by right yeah how many times in these last two years could we have just said forget it that's the final straw like we're just starting from the bottom again it felt like at one point but Neither one of us are like that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I love about us in the same drive. And we just had to get creative. We had to get creative on other ways to expand our business and services. And we did. And we were successful. We still saw two amazing years. Just they looked very different. Yeah. And yeah. Let's go in with that because of our questions. We'll get to go into a little bit more because then 
we should wrap it up. Um, this is, this is going to become the Dave and Lindsay show. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. We are going to still talk about our business, but with some questions that people have for us. Um, and if we think of anything on the spot, we'll add it. Alrighty. Um, let's start with what made you realize that you could do this together? Would you like to answer? No, I wasn't listening to the question. Sorry. <laughs> wow. Okay. What made you realize that you could do this together? Um, like we kind of, I, I kind of went into it a little bit just with giving it a try. I mean, like, I think it just happened so naturally. Yeah. And when two people share the same passion for something. Mm-hmm. your passions feed off each other and then you, it just progresses and snowballs and gets bigger and bigger and then here we it are just keeps going yeah and dave uh taught me like he he taught himself but then he taught me and then i'm i, I mean i'm still learning i still need to know a lot but um yeah that's exactly it um so i don't think we ever really made realize that we could do it together it just kind of happened all right. Um, what's the one thing you fight about for biz through for business? You're asking me. These are questions from people. You want me to answer them all? No, you can answer, and then I'll uh, okay. I'll join um, in on it. I believe for business, it comes down to when the computer's not working. And when there's technical difficulties and we both get frustrated. Yes. I agree. The, the energies feed and then yeah. one of us has to. It kind of also goes with another combined question of what are your rules for fights with that question. Um, it would be, well, Dave needs to walk away. Yes. And I sometimes leave the room just to have space and reflect and re and then and then reconnect just because you come back with a clear, cool head. Yeah, just even just like any even personal arguments or fights, the same thing. Like you just there's no point in just being like throwing fire at each other, just trying to uh, walk away, give some space and then we reconnect. Um, that's what works for us. I mean, we're not here to give any marital expert advice that's just in our own experience and everyone needs to figure out what works for them um but i find walking away having your own space and reconnecting works well next question is it hard to separate personal and professional relationships um it can be absolutely i think it takes strong patient people to have a business and a personal relationship together i feel like some people i know are like oh i can never have a business with my partner i think it just really depends on your um, personalities really um but i would say for the most part it's easy to keep them separate and sometimes there can be challenges with them yeah um 
Who does more of the work? Lindsay does right now. <laughs> I like that answer right now. <laughs> right now. Um, yes, I do just because that's what I have committed to. And Dave still works full time right now. Um, I mean, yes, I have both businesses, but I have a bit more flexibility of how much um, work I put, put into it. Um, but at any given point, if I ask you for help, you're oh, yeah. always there. And you revamped our website last year, which um, is so out of my element. I'm just like, I have no patience for that stuff. That took a long time to do. Um, so, and you did a really good job, actually. It took like, I feel like, how many different websites have we had? <laughs> Feels like five. Oh, yeah. We've, we've had a lot. And I've always had like this vision for one. I feel like I, I feel like it's like just right about there. It might just take a professional to like redo it one day for us with our new vision that we'll have because we're always changing and we'll be too busy that we won't have the time to do it yes that again is the goal so those are just some quick questions that people had asked us um so yeah dave yes tell everyone what inspired you to get into photography uh i can't remember what exactly happened i think i was laid off or something and just I was done working for someone else and I've always loved photography I've always loved being creative and coming up with my own stuff and I was just okay if I'm going to do something I'm going to do it do it now type of thing and thank god you did yeah <laughs> <laughs> because man what um we always talk about that, eh? Like, what if, what if, what if I didn't hire you? What if you didn't start the business? Um, and that also goes with how at the beginning I talked about how I really, truly believe the universe brought us together with things, with, like, people that you knew or and know. Um, and, like, the weird coincidence of, like, feeling like we literally could have... Yeah, cross crossed paths. paths. Like, with our age gap and where you grew up and you know like I worked at an all-girls group home um one year and there were foster parents through this home and uh they were Dave's best friends and you were at that house well I was there all, all the time, time. and I had never worked at the house I had the opportunity to once and I just didn't for some reason I worked at the main house, but then later in life learned that that was Dave's best friends and uh, just so so many weird coincidences um, and opportunities that we could have. So last question I have for you, what was your first impression of me and tell the story? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we uh, covered some of it at the beginning of the episode, but my first impression... Uh... Well, I was already in the house when your dad had let me in. Yes, I was still upstairs. Yeah, but then you got called down and bundle energy bouncing down those stairs. I looked up and, oh my God, who is this? Hi, I'm Lindsay. (laughs) (laughs) And that was it. I was hooked right there. You always joke, too, that you... um... I zoomed in on my butt when you took those pictures. Is that I zoomed true? in on your butt. I zoomed in <laughs> on your finger to see if you were wearing a ring. Oh, God, yeah. 
Well, I mean, I'm glad we were just on the same page because I remember also thinking like, oh my gosh, snap out of it, Lindsay. This guy could be like married with a kid and you're trying to like get up all in there. So it really did work out to our favor. But I mean, yeah, it's one of my favorite stories, like I said, just with the coincidence of how we met and how natural it felt, but also just like all the stuff that we went through and realizing that like that's what a relationship and marriage is all about is that you're going to go through ups and downs. You're going to have life events come up that are going to turn your world upside down. And we almost went through like so many check marks that first year. Yeah. I remember someone once telling me that a good friend of our good friend of ours, actually, um, Cindy, she said this, she said, I think you guys went through more in that first year than some people do in like 20 years of their marriage. (laughs) It's like boom, 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 boom. We're good. Um, And I mean, since then, gosh, seven, seven years after that first year, so much has happened, right? Like, gosh, we, it would literally be the Lindsay and Dave show if we talked about all the stuff we've been through. Like everybody. But again, it's how you come out on the other side, right? It's how it's strengthened our marriage. Um, we went through some rough times through the pandemic, right? Like <laughs> alone, I think we all did, but it really did strengthen our marriage. Yeah. And you're my best friend. You're my best friend. <laughs> so anything else you want to say or add or tell the, tell the crowd? I would marry you all over again. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Well, we do have plans, right? We're yeah. going to plan for a 10-year renewal. Year. So we have three years to plan. And uh, don't worry, we'll tell people this time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I would marry you all over again, too. So, yeah, seven years next week. Crazy. Crazy. Time flies. When you're having fun, right? Yep. All right. So last week, Dave questioned me on my closing statement of my podcast because he listens to my episodes and I knew I needed one. I just hadn't figured it out yet. So I created it this morning during my morning me time. So thank you for being my first guest. Thanks for having me. This isn't part of my statement. Don't worry. Okay. Thank you for being my first guest. Thanks for being such a trooper coming on here, sharing our story, a little bit about us. I have a feeling you'll be back. (laughs) I know where you live. (laughs) Right here on this couch. (laughs) Okay. 50 minutes. We're already... This will be my longest episode to date. Here is my closing statement that you will hear on out. Follow your heart. Trust the process. And remember that everything that happens to you is happening for you. And it's all part of discovering and creating your purpose in this life. I like that. Good, eh? Yeah. Should be in a book. (laughs) It will be one day. (laughs) All right. Thank you for listening. If you are still here at 50 minutes, um, again, I appreciate all the support and feedback. Let us know what you thought, and I will talk to you guys soon.